pray that all of us will remain in that attitude and keep asking that the Holy Spirit, we wait on you for fire so that we are able to lead a spirit-filled life, living a spirit-filled life. Let this year 2021 be a new beginning, a year full of opportunities for us to grow in the knowledge of God. My prayer is let us not become satisfied with status quo the way we were in 2020. Let's not remain the same. Let God, let's cry out to God, give us hunger, O oh Lord, to know you more. O oh Lord, to walk with you, to taste you, and Lord, to enjoy you. Let this be our cry this year. Let, let us not waste one more year. This is an opportunity. This is a blessing that God has blessed all of us with. So 2021 is an exciting time only for one reason that we will know this God more intimately. Now this year's promise verse assures us in days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit. Christian life is a joyful life, a victorious life and a fruitful life. Living a fruitful life encompasses all aspects of living, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, and social aspects of life. God promises nothing for which he does not provide us with the resources and means to achieve. All of us, if only we desire, we can achieve we can experience, we can taste, we can appropriate the blessings of God. That's the reason Paul says in Ephesians 5.18, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. The Word of God promises that when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we will be able to live a fruitful life. Paul who said, be filled with the Spirit, also said, do not quench the Spirit. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 to 22, he says, do not quench the Spirit, do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all, hold on to what is good, reject every kind of evil. Why did Paul, immediately after saying, do not quench the spirit, say, do not treat prophecies with contempt. Let me explain the connection between these two verses. God's desire for his children is to live a supernatural life, an abundant life, a joyful life, a victorious life. That is God's plan for us because God is with his children. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. If God desires that his children should live a supernatural life, an abundant life, a joyful life, a fruitful life, 
it will be devil's endeavor either to destroy it or at least to damage it you know whenever we think about devil we only think about murder rape but devil operates in all realms for children of god he is not going to say he is not going to talk in terms of murder and all that his entire thing is somehow to quench the spirit that is that's what devils attempt that's why when you associate devil only with evil we fail to recognize his work the devil may have several techniques but he has only one method he has no creativity so he has got several techniques he has only one method so it is important for us to know his method how does he operate in the lives of children he always tries he tries to drive us from one extreme to the other when it comes to the functioning of the holy spirit one method he employs is to drive believers to excesses he suggests that unless we are constantly in a state of rapture we are not christians at all forcing people to live solely on their feelings and impressions you know such people tend to live entirely in the subjective realm entirely depending on their feelings and moods they are generally very honest people very sincere people because the devil does not try this line of attack on anyone but he tries this line of attack on the most sincere people the people who are anxious to be spiritual and who want to please god the one thing we can make out is such people are not much interested in the written word of god they don't spend time studying or meditating on the word of god i pray all of us will cry out to god lord help me to meditate on the word of god and bring me to the point of delight that's the reason the bible says do not treat prophecies with contempt but test them all hold on to what is good reject every kind of evil do not accept them simply because someone gets up and says i am an anointed person you are bound to believe what i am saying do not take what he says at his face value test him prove him try him because there are false spirits that is one extreme now the other extreme is what the devil has tried as managed to do is i don't want to deal with all these excesses so as a result many of the churches have minimized the importance of the holy spirit in the lives of believers what happens then when we depend less on the holy spirit's ministry we tend to depend more on psychology and psychotherapy for emotional and spiritual healings by this 
the devil succeeds in quenching the spirit. Just because the ministries of the Holy Spirit can be abused, it does not mean we should quench the spirit. Rather, the antidote for abuse is proper use. Paul cannot think of Christian life without the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Now, with these introductory remarks, let us focus our attention on words 19, do not quench the spirit. First Thessalonians 5.19 says, do not quench the spirit. If we sang this morning, Holy Spirit, we wait on you for fire. And if you have noticed the lyrics itself, F was in capital. So why the word quenching? Why the word quenching? Quenching is connected with the image of fire. In the Old Testament, God's spirit is referred to as a spirit of fire. In Isaiah 4.4, it says, the Lord will wash away the filth of the women of Zion. He will cleanse the bloodstains from Jerusalem by a spirit of judgment and a spirit of fire. We all are familiar with this verse, Exodus 13, 21. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way. And by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel by day or night. Of course, in the New Testament, Acts 2.3 says, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. That's the reason Paul says, do not quench the spirit. As Christians, we are called to be filled with the spirit. The normal Christian life, the normal Christian life is a life to be filled and lived with the Holy Spirit. It is normal, it is a normal day-to-day -day life, governed, controlled, guided by the blessed Holy Spirit. This blessing is available to all of us. This privilege is available to all of us. Since it is God's plan that we should live, live a supernatural life, a joyful life, the devil's chief aim is to persuade us to quench the spirit. He is very cunning. He is deceitful. We quench the spirit by not allowing him to work in us the way we ought. In other words, we are not allowing the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit wants to work in us. God wants that we should be led by the Holy Spirit. How often do we ask the Holy Spirit to guide us? You know, we, we know this verse by heart. Psalm 23, 3. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. So how will he guide us along the right paths? Through the Holy Spirit. So that is the word, that's the reason why Paul uses the word quenching. Do not quench the spirit. Now, what is the work of the Holy Spirit as fire? So 
first of all the holy spirit illuminates the word of god how does he illuminate the word of god you know we are all familiar with a stadium you know when it is under the flood lights we know how the light focuses on that particular place where they play the game so holy spirit illuminates the word of god if you remove the word of god from your life there's nothing for the holy spirit to illuminate believers grow spiritually only as they feed on the word we cannot keep the word of god away from our lives jesus said when he was tempted he said man shall not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of god paul says in ephesians 1:17 to 18 i keep asking that the god of our lord jesus christ the glorious father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better i pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in the whole in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe will this be a prayer this year lord i want to know you better i want to know you better and lord i want to experience this incomparably great power that's for me oh lord will you personalize this as your prayer the holy the holy spirit gives us an understanding about our salvation the holy spirit is here to enlighten us to open our eyes to make these things clear you know salvation is not hereditary it is an individual experience if you are not amazed that you are a christian i only request you that you may ask god to just touch your heart because it is only when he touches our hearts we understand what this salvation is all about i have not been saved because i was born in a christian family that could have aided it that it could have helped it but that is no guarantee for salvation you should be amazed that of the billions of people in this planet earth that you are a christian god has chosen you the more you realize that you understand what god has done for you what jesus did for you on the cross that's what the holy spirit he illuminates the word of god and brings it to life when we read the word of god let me also caution you illumination is not a shortcut to biblical knowledge without the disciplines of bible study sometimes we say that you know spirit of god you anoint me then we tend to think that everything will happen on its own no it will not happen on its own it is illumination is not even 
the discovery of some deeper secret meaning of the biblical text. It is God speaking to you through the word of God. He personalizes the word of God and you understand what God, who God is and what he has done for you. This year, let's not waste this year. Let us not waste even one day in this year. Let this be our hunger. Oh, Holy Spirit, fill me with your power. Fill me with your power so that I know the unfailing love of my heavenly father. I will realize it. I will experience it. Let this be your prayer this year. Not only the Holy Spirit illuminates the word of God, the fire means it's warmth of the fire. That is the reason Paul had to write even to a man like Timothy. This is what he said in 2 Timothy 2, 1, 6 to 7. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but give us power, love, and discipline. We all quote the seventh verse. In fact, we know that verse by heart. For the spirit of God gave us, for the spirit God gave us, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and discipline. But there is a verse before that. Fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you. God has given us this year, another year, opportunity, just to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you, not in others, not in others, which is in you. We cannot think of fire without thinking of heat being radiated. And you and I as Christians are meant to be like that. When we are filled with the spirit, heat will radiate from within us. Does our faith melt and move our hearts? Does our faith melt and move our hearts? If salvation does not melt our heart, if salvation does not move our hearts, it's time for us to cry out to God and say, touch my heart, touch my heart. That is the only reason Paul could write from a prison. You know, his prison conditions are miserable, miserable. And he could write from that place, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. How he could write that? Because his heart is melted and moved by what Jesus did for him. Not only the spirit illuminates the word of God, gives the warmth of the fire, the Holy Spirit gives us assurance. Nobody can steal this assurance from us. No loss, no sickness, nothing in this world can steal this assurance from his children. The assurance of that, that we are children of God. It is not enough that we just say that we worship a mighty God. We should live like that as children of God. He has given us the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, 
Every time we pray, Abba, Father, I pray our hearts will experience that assurance that we are children of God. I pray this year, this year you make your faith personal, as personal as possible. It is between you and God. Have that hunger, hunger for the Holy Spirit. And he will, you will never regret. You will never regret. Every time you allow the Holy Spirit to touch you, it is like Jesus touching the leper. And you will just rejoice in what God wants to do in your life. Let this be a year that you allow him to touch you the deepest core of your being. You know, that's why Romans 5, 5 says, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Don't be happy where you are because God's love has been poured out. Today, I'm, I'm appealing to you, don't remain in that status quo, 2021 is a new year, a year with a promise where God's love has been poured out into your hearts. It should overflow now. It should overflow from each one of our hearts. The Christian is a person who knows and lives with this assurance that God loves them. God loves them. If you are not amazed at it, if you are not melted by it, if you are not moved by it, then remember something else is, has occupied your heart. Whatever moves our heart takes control of our hearts. Whatever moves our heart takes control of our heart. What is the work of the Holy Spirit as fire? He illumines the word of God. There's warmth of fire and there is that assurance. Let this year be, let us enjoy this year, let us enjoy all these privileges. It is for you and me. Now, how do we know whether the Holy Spirit is working in us? How do we know that? If you, if you have paid close attention to the songs that we sang, there is power in the Holy Spirit. There is power. One of the main characteristics of the Holy Spirit is power. As the wind fills the sails and moves the boat, the ship, we, there is power. There is power in the Holy Spirit. Are we aware of the power of the Holy Spirit within us. The spirit is the spirit of God and is all powerful. And yet it is possible for you and me to just quench the spirit. God's spirit is all powerful, but we can resist the Holy Spirit. It's a great mystery. It's a great mystery, but it is true. In spite of his almighty power, he comes also as a dove, the gentle dove who can be offended very easily. If we are not careful, we, we will quench the Holy Spirit. God works in every Christian by and through the Holy Spirit. There's no other way 
if you say i don't want this holy spirit i that's why you know the devil has successfully yes quenched the spirit in a in a may in a large section of the church because they didn't want to deal with those excesses they didn't want to deal with those abuses they want to be very decent people they want everything to go the way they wanted they didn't want the holy spirit to come and move in their midst as a result they quenched the holy spirit holy spirit he just prompts us he leads us that's the reason paul says in romans 8:14 for those who are led by the spirit of god are the children of god only if you are led by the spirit of god we are the children of god this is the privilege that's available to us why should we not avail this privilege the holy spirit produces a kind of disturbance within us he moves us he urges us he prompts us are we aware of such a power dealing with us it's a power beyond ourselves are we aware are you looking forward to such power move of the holy spirit are you ready are you sensitive enough if you are not sensitive enough we have quenched the spirit he is not going to move us there will come moments in life he will just carries you away you know we read in the new testament philip was carried away by the spirit there are moments he carries us away like that it doesn't mean that we'll be flying in the air but there are moments in life when holy spirit comes takes hold of our life he just leads us like that do you want to suppress that no no we want the holy spirit to move us the truly spiritual person is one who is filled with the holy spirit so when you are filled with the holy spirit you don't have to drag yourself going into the presence of god is not so difficult because the spirit of god carries you he just carries you you know we want the supernatural experiences this is the beginning if you don't allow yourself to be carried into the presence of god don't expect something great to happen but if you allow him to carry you wherever he wants you to go for a worship service for a prayer meeting if you allow the spirit of god just to carry you then there is something greater in store for you the holy spirit is a life giving spirit remember the holy spirit is a life giving spirit do you want that kind of life this year we all want that's my desire for this community that we will lead a spirit filled life for each one not what i live for each one there is a unique spirit lived filled life that's available to us finally what are the ways in which we quench the holy spirit what are the ways first it's by our thinking some of us quench the 
quench the Holy Spirit by limiting in our very thinking the possibilities of life in the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the third person of Trinity. Don't treat Holy Spirit just as though it's a matter, is a liquid, is the third person of Trinity. In essence, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are the same. The Holy Spirit is almighty. Don't limit, don't limit the power of the Holy Spirit by your thinking. We put a limit upon the functioning, the very functioning of life in the Holy Spirit when we think in these ways. If you want to behave as children of God, God the Holy Spirit is within us. Whatever God did for the Israelites, he can do it for us. And he will do it in and through the Holy Spirit. How many of us hunger for the baptism of the Holy Spirit? I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is not to show to others. It is just to lead a normal Christian life. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Second, by believing. How do we quench the Holy Spirit? By believing what? That these things were meant only for the first century Christians. Very simple. We don't desire it, so we rationalize it. We justify it. Whatever is in the book of Acts, it is for them. It is not for us. It's very simple. We have convinced ourselves. Since we have convinced ourselves, we are, we are fine. So we remain in the status quo. No, we are the first century Christians today. We are the first century Christians living that life in the 21st century. We have to show this world who God is and what he has done for us. How many of us believe and look forward to your reputation of Pentecost? How many of us are eagerly looking forward to that experience? This morning we came to worship God. How many of us had that expectation? Meet with me, O Lord. Meet with me. Touch me in the innermost part of my heart. That hunger, that cry, the day of Pentecost is for everyone. Every revival is a repetition of Pentecost. Individually, you are revived when you experience the Pentecost. As a community, we are revived when we experience the Pentecost. Do you want to be revived in your spiritual life? Ask for an experience of Pentecost. Believe, believe. If you believe in the wrong way, if you think in the wrong way, we quench the Holy Spirit. Now, the, there's the other way we quench the Holy Spirit. It is by convincing. How? We convince ourselves that such working of the Holy Spirit is meant for certain exceptional Christians or preachers and not for ordinary Christians. Bible nowhere differentiates or distinguishes between ordinary Christians and supernatural or extraordinary Christians. There is only one category, saints of God. 
There is only one category. All of us are called to be saints. We all know this verse. You are a chosen people, your royal priesthood, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful life. There is nothing known as super Christians. There's only spirit-filled Christians. And we convince ourselves it is for pastors, it is for preachers, it is for evangelists. No, it's for tele-evangelists. No, not at all. They have convinced us like that. It is for, let me assure you, it is for every one of us. If they say it is for every one of us, they will lose their ministry. The Bible clearly calls us as saints of God. Community, AGAG community, this blessing is available to all of us. 2021 is a year of opportunities. The question is, what are you looking for? What are you looking for in 2021? Will you allow this year to go by as we spend 2020? The greatest of all needs today is the flame the fire, the power of the Holy Ghost in individual Christians and in the community as a whole. That is the greatest need. So let us not quench the spirit. Quench not the spirit, rather seek him. Make room for him. Make way for him. Yield yourselves to his gracious leadings and dealings. When Jesus was to be born, we hear that there was no place for him. Today, shall we make a place for the Holy Spirit in our hearts? Is our heart wide enough to receive him? Are we humble enough to be led by the Holy Spirit? Very easily we can quench the Holy Spirit. It doesn't take effort at all because he's so gentle and sensitive. Remember the Tao. He's so gentle, he's almighty, but he's so gentle. That is the reason Paul says, do not quench the Holy Spirit. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. If we have to experience the promises of God, if we want to live a fruitful, victorious life, the only way we can do it is by not quenching the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So how do I apply the word of God that has come to us this morning? How can I stop quenching the Holy Spirit? God gives us only what we desire. If my hunger and desire is to know this God more, he will satisfy that desire. He will satisfy my desire if my hunger is for him. What do we hunger for? What do we desire for? The things of the world? If you just ask yourself, what occupies your mind? What occupies your mind controls your life. 
If you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, your mind should be occupied with the thoughts of Holy Spirit. That's the reason in the previous slide we saw thinking, believing, convincing, it is all the same. All that happens in your mind. If your mind is filled with the Holy Spirit, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. If your mind is filled with the things of the world, if your mind is occupied with the things of the world, then you're filled with the world. Simple. Let's ask God, God, as I live in this world, I know I do not belong to this world. Let my mind be filled with the Holy Spirit. I just want to quote this verse, Colossians 3, 1 and 2. Since, therefore, since we have been raised with Christ Jesus, let us fix our hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And in the next verse, Paul says, set your minds on things above. And he qualifies it, not on earthly things. So if you are, we, are, we are destined to lead and live a glorious life. And that can happen only if our minds are filled with the things of heaven. Let's ask God. It's not easy, but let's desire and cry out to God that God will give us that kind of desire in each one of us. So the first thing we need to do is do not resist the Holy Spirit. Whenever the Holy Spirit urges you to read the word of God or say, or he prompts you to attend the Bible study or says, at, prompts you to pray or work. God is involved in your work. Take God along with you in your workplace. There's nothing known as secular sacred. As you work, take God with him. Do not resist the Holy Spirit. So do not quench him. He wants to be with you. He wants to help you. He wants to anoint you. He wants to give you that spirit of power. We are the most creative people because creator God is within us. He will give you answers to our problems. So long as we do not resist the Holy Spirit, let us desire the Holy Spirit. His visits may be rare, but look forward to that. Seek them. Let us desire. And whenever that prompting is there, respond immediately. If you want to grow in your spiritual life, you need those 10,000 touches from the Holy Spirit. It is not one touch. That's why every day we grow in the knowledge of our God. Don't be satisfied. Let us not be satisfied where we are. 2021 is a year full of opportunities for us to be filled with the Spirit, to be led by the Spirit, and to be, be fruitful in our lives. Do not resist the Holy Spirit. Fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. Fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. If you do not, you are quenching the Holy Spirit. There is nothing in the Christian vocabulary, the phrase, idle Christians. 
it is not at all there in the Christian vocabulary. Idle Christians, lazy Christians. We are guilty of quenching the Holy Spirit when we do not fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. Don't ask me what is the gift which is in you. God has deposited gifts in these earthen vessels. In each one of us, there is a gift. Every child born into this world comes with the gift of God. Have you recognized your gifts? What have you done with your gifts? You want others to use those gifts. You appreciate. Good. You clap there. You clap hands. Good. What about the gifts that is in you? Is it like that one talent or are you going to use it like five talents? Paul told Timothy, fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you. He's telling a man of God, be careful. Otherwise, you'll be quenching the spirit. Because any fire tends to get filled with ashes. Any fire. If it is not stirred, constantly the fire needs that stirring for the flame to keep going up. Get rid of the ashes. Laziness and contentment with the little we have, not adding more fuel, not giving opportunities for the Holy Spirit are ways of quenching the Holy Spirit. Are you ready to give opportunities for the Holy Spirit to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you? The more you do, the more he will come. The more you stir yourself, the more he will stir you. This is the law of the spiritual life. The more you stir yourself, don't expect others to do it. You don't have to keep running from one meeting to another meeting. You stir yourself, he will stir you. You and I are children of God. All these privileges are available to you and me. Let 2021 be a year we will not quench the Holy Spirit. Let Holy Spirit be supreme in our lives. Let, let nothing take the place of the Holy Spirit. Let us be people filled with the Holy Spirit. We want to be moved by the Holy Spirit. Let not the things of the world Take the place of the Holy Spirit. I want to desire that infilling of the Holy Spirit. 2021 is a great year for each one of us, for every child in this community, for every adult, for every family member, for every elderly person. 2021 is a year of opportunities. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. Do not resist the Holy Spirit. Fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. When you sing, welcome Holy Spirit, remember. Welcome Holy Spirit. Let it not be a song alone. Let us be sensitive to receive the Holy Spirit. Will you bow down your heads wherever you are? And will you cry out to God, Lord, I don't want to waste this one more year. 2021. I don't want this year to just go the way I have spent all these years. I want to grow 
in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to know you, Lord. Fill me, fill me. I, I want to lead a spirit-filled life. Will this be your prayer? Wherever you are, children of God, this is a blessing. You are children of God. That should excite us. Cry out to him. Cry out to him. Fill me with the spirit. Fill me with the spirit. I've, give me the desire, O oh Lord, to desire the Holy Spirit more than anything else in this world. Not my designation, not my money, not my spouse, not my achievements, not my accomplishment. I will desire you and he will lead you. You will never regret when you allow the Alpha and the Omega to lead you. You will never regret when the first and the last fills your heart. There is no greater life than that. That is the glorious life that is promised for you and me. I request Pastor Sani to lead us in a time of prayer.